Right, Lindsay's like, oh my god. <laughs> what? What? That was so loud. <laughs> I, what do you, I, I was talking a normal volume. That was just silence, 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 and then all of a sudden. <laughs> I was waiting for the thing to start. You ruined my perfect oh, intro. I'm sorry, you scared like, me. Minimal editing, and you were just like, whoa, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Warn somebody before you. Hit record and wait a few seconds and then talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Well, Lindsay, as I enjoy this summer edition Red Bull uh, Juneberry, as I think we covered. Oh, that's right. Last Juneberry, time. Juneberry. Uh, back to you. All right. Another winner of a romantic Doubt. anime. The dangers in my heart. Boo! Which you will remember as the lovable giant Anna, who is constantly snacking and loves food. And oh gosh, what's his name? Kotar. Creepy guy. Creepy guy. Creepy guy with his hair in front of one eye, who's. Doesn't like talking to people and likes encyclopedia of murder books. Yes. It's the unreal dreamboat. Yes. Well, he's got a real self-esteem problem. He, you know, think he likes Anna. And he doesn't think there's any way she would ever actually like him back. But Anna totally likes him. And it's so cute. Why? Why does she like him? Um, I guess because he's not like the other guys. Like, that's you know, the murder and the social awkwardness. Though. <laughs> so that's, I mean, <laughs> hi, red flags, two of them are up. <laughs> like, you know, that one guy in the first episode uh, where creepy guy threw his bike because the guy wouldn't stop hitting on Anna and trying to get her lion ID. Yeah, yeah. The uh, totally reasonable um, thing he when he threw his bike into the river. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, his he is the true creep, right? Because he never stops trying to hit on Anna, even though he's got like two girlfriends who just oh. sit by and let him hit on Anna. Just like this is how he shows his love. <laughs> so one day, um, creepy guy. I mean, if you want to look up his name, go ahead. Okay, fill in the air. I'm not going to fill it. <laughs> you always abandon me on filling the air, so. I can't think as, as quickly as you. Well, everyone, this uh, summer Kitaro, Red Bull. I was right. Jesus, this is why I don't even bother. <laughs> okay, so Kiltaro. Or Ichikawa. I guess that's his last name. No, we know him. We're, we're friends with him. We can call him his first name, you know? Okay, okay, okay. So uh, I'm not his friend. Fuck that guy. (laughs) There was this one scene where um, Kyotaro runs into to douchey guy and um, his two girlfriends. And one of the girlfriends is like, um, not friends, but I guess acquaintances with Anna. They run in this, some of the same circle friend groups, but she's not one of the core four. What if he's just hanging out with them, though? What if he's not, you know, dating them? No, he, like, gives them orders and stuff. Like, 
he's trying to to get Anna's line ID from Kyotaro still, and he's like, "Girls," and uh, one of them goes, "Oh, um, I'm gonna refill my drink," and the other one's like, "Um, I'll go to the bathroom." Well, he just <laughs> orders them away. He's yeah. like, "Leave me." Yes. He's like, "Listen, you little shit stain." Because he's thinking that Kyotaro isn't telling him. Anna's ID because the girls are around and they'll report back to Anna. So he goes, okay, I got rid of the girls. Now you can what, tell me. What, that's the... D- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Very... <laughs> okay. So, Jotaro finally goes, you know what? You're a douchebag and I'm not giving you her ID. And one of the girls overhears him say that, and so she goes, You know what? You're a stand-up guy, Kyotaro. I'm going to walk home with you instead of walking home with this guy. What? Yeah. Happened. And then she went up to a party at her friend's house, then Anna was there. So maybe she talked him up a little bit. I don't know. We ended the episode there. <laughs> Maybe she talked him up a little bit. That's what I would like to think. I think she ran right to her and was just like, hey, Anna, let me break this situation down for you. You know how I was kind of like a manservant to that guy? Yeah, the douchey one. Well, he took Gataro and I and the other girl to a family restaurant. And he was like, give me her line ID. But he wouldn't do it with me at the table, so... Doogee guy sent me away. I went to the soda machine. What soda did I get? I got Orange Crush. Yeah, it's really good. Not from the fountain so much, but, you know, whatever. And then Katara was like, I'm not giving it to you because you're a douchebag. And I was like, you know what? What a stand-up guy. So I made him walk me over to this party so I could tell you. And I just think you're really missing an opportunity there with that guy because... Because he did, he did next to nothing and deserves every bit of your love. You know? You know? What's that sound, Emma? Oh, you're just eating pretzels like a monster. You're a giant and you didn't hear anything I said. Okay. Yeah, that's, that checks all the boxes. Um, Anna also... <laughs> stuck. She's like, I, don't, I don't know what happened to my story, but... <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you recapped everything I said perfectly. <laughs> yeah, just in that like weird uh, whisper voice thing. That's that's really all I did, but like in character. <laughs> um, they have a, a few um, cute little dates um, where Kyotaro, you know, has no idea they're on a date. Does yeah. giant idiot know she's on a date? Yes, she engineers them. Why does she just say, hey, we're going on a date, dummy? Hey, so, creepy. Like... <laughs> we're going on a date. That's literally what to say to a guy. I mean, you don't have to call him creepy, but you're, if, you're just like, hey, <laughs> no. you dumbass, we're going on a date. They'd be like, no, okay. Like, no one, they're not going to argue. No one. <laughs> no, she lets him borrow a manga. And um, he, like, finishes it, and they're talking about it. And uh, she goes, oh, I'll bring the next one for you tomorrow. And then she has like a little light bulb moment. And then tomorrow is the last day of school before Christmas break. 
And she goes, oh, no, I forgot them today. I will bring them to you tomorrow. Let's meet up tomorrow. And he's so. like, I just, why does everyone got to ruin my Thursday? <laughs> I just want to sit at home, read these mangas that she promised me, and I got to go out and get them? What the fuck? And they walk, because uh, she's... <laughs> She's got the bag of manga, right? And uh, so he goes, well, I'll, I should be carrying them. And she goes, oh, no, I'll help you. So they each have a strap of the bag. And <laughs> Aww, like they're carrying a baby that they could drop an injure. <laughs> and they go, uh, they go to a little restaurant and have pancakes. All he orders is coffee. And then he's, like, mad because he can't put sugar in it because he told her he doesn't like sweet stuff. Um, idiot. He was being mean, and then he made her order and pay, and he goes, Whoa, "Oh my god, it, I'm the worst person." <laughs> why did he make her order and pay? Because uh, he, he didn't know it was a up. date. He didn't bring any money. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, uh, funds are tight. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, she has him take pictures of her enjoying the pancake because you know how much she loves food. And so he goes, like, yeah, she just she just wanted me to come along um, as her Instagram photographer. That's all. But then she, like, texts him the pictures and she goes, oh, no, those are just for you. I'm not putting them on Instagram. So it's God, cute. we were all. And then, God. okay, then it's Valentine's Day, right? And Already? Never gets Jesus, we were just like. Fuck January. <laughs> <laughs> we had others. There's. <laughs> I don't remember the order of the episodes because everything You're was fine, cute and adorable. And that's how all of them go. They're just like Christmas. Now we're in February. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> Fucking blink again. We're in March. White day. Let's go. <laughs> but Anna was um, trying to to give him chocolates all day long and. She never managed to do it. And then finally, uh, she stuffed them in his mailbox and ran away. <laughs> and they're like, hey, they're these smashed up chocolates. Do you think they're for you? <laughs> He's like, I doubt it, but I'm going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last episode, they end up... Um, Cause like she would wait for him at the at the school gate so they could walk in together, and he would just like leave her behind, like go like leave me alone, cause he just has like this complex that you know he's not good enough for her, and she's just toying with him, and mm-hmm. uh, and really she just is a genuine sweet sugar monster, <laughs> and. Uh, then, like, the last episode, um, he did file it. He goes, well, you know, I used to hate coming to school, and I don't hate it so much, and that's because of you. And, and then they, they hug a little bit. I mean a little bit? They have a little hug. Like, do they she wrap arms him. and hug, or is it, she like, a weird him. side hug? Well, his arm's broken, so he hugs her with one arm. I'm sorry, when did his arm break, Lindsay? Uh, that seems kind of maybe <laughs> important to that. Well, he only has the one arm now. Because his family went away on a little mini vacation, and it was to the mountains, and it was snowy. And he was trying to get a picture of the mountains to send her. 
and he slipped and fell and broke his arm down a hill. What a fucking loser. (laughs) And luckily his sister found him. He's over here. Yeah, he's real banged (laughs) up and stupid looking. (laughs) Think he beat his pants. (laughs) You don't have to tell them that part. You don't have to tell them that part. Definitely pissed his pants, just saying. But it was so cute. They would they would talk to each they'd like FaceTime with each other and um, have little and you could just see how much it meant to her and it's just so cute and so sweet. And idiot and rude and shit, but okay. Dysfunctional it's a dysfunctional relationship. It is not. It's perfectly functional. <laughs> <laughs> and Season two is going to come out January 24. Super exciting. Super, super happy. Seems like we're going to be talking about the same stupid shows in January, probably. Yes, yes, yes. Yay! Boo! (laughs) So this is very obviously... uh... (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's a 10-something. 10 orange crushes out of 10. You can't steal my joke. Yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Ten orange Obviously. Ten and a half. If you said ten dysfunctional relationships out of ten, I'd be like, that's that's believable. No. Ten chocolates shoved in a mailbox. It's too late. You already used my joke. (laughs) Well, whatever it is, it's ten. Late. All right, I'm going to go with the legendary hero is dead. And then I'm going to just go to Demon Slayer after that so I can finish this episode off with my two good ones, Lindsay. Okay. Okay. That's what I did. Calling my shot here. I finished it off with my two good ones. Did not, but that's fine. (laughs) No, it's fine. You liked them. That's that's fine. That's fair. I love them. Lo- okay, love them. All right, easy. <laughs> Bring it back in. All right, killer. Okay. Because the legendary hero is dead. He's he's gone. He's he died. Um, where the fuck was I on this one? He was in his childhood friend's body. Did I tell you that part? That sounds familiar. Yeah. All right. So he's he's taking a moment while they're fixing the magic magic carriage that drives with magic. And it's gigantic um, to put stockings on his body. That is his childhood friend's body. So he can (laughs) see her. And then the devil gets a jump on him and puts him in his memories. So he's just like, oh, okay, these are my memories. And so he starts just being a, he's like a little kid at that point. He starts just being like a mischievous little kid. He starts, you know, taking women's clothing. So they're just, without clothing starts putting stockings on all the women because no one's doing anything no one's stopping him he's like and he starts to be like this is weird and dumb and then he runs into his childhood friend who's naked because it's uh, a spoiler it's in his mind and because he's in her body and they're like both their souls are there or some bullshit doesn't explain why she's naked but um so he he starts teaming up with her and they start going through his memories and she starts to see, you know, everything he's gone through and everything he you know did kind of for her or whatever to get back to her and everything. And uh, then the devil that attacked them or the demon devil, whatever, 
uh, reveals himself, but um, and he can anticipate all of his moves because he's you know engineering everything. But then she as he can't see her, so she starts helping him fuck him up and shit. And then they get out of his memories. They beat the de- demon guy, and then they're back on the road. They got to get to the city to stop the demon so she doesn't get turned into a zombie forever. Um. So they get there, they start fighting the guy, they get the jump on, like his master supposedly betrays them again, and then he, it's actually part of their plan, he like burrows through the city and comes out, and they put him back in his um, other body and just tie her body into in the trunk, <laughs> so she's like naked and tied up and stuff, it's really <laughs> weird and awkward, and you're like, what the fuck? And um, But now he can like see her spirit like running around with him. For some reason, I guess because their souls are intertwined and <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful that they're intertwined like that. Um, and so they start facing the main guy. He starts, you know, doing every trick he can to kind of like beat him. Um, and then at some point, he kind of just spirit like, do anything or just at this there. point, no. She well, okay. she can like look around a corner and be like, yeah, they're over there. Um, at one point, he disguises himself as a demon. And saves a bunch of uh, women that have been captured because he's like, he's like, yeah, I remember uh, chicks are beautiful when they're naked. And so then they're like, yeah, we're not going to kill them. We're just going to stare at them because <laughs> they're naked. <laughs> like, can't do anything. So just look at them. So they're all come real. He's like, yay, we're perverts again. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so then he finds like the, the big titty uh, demon woman queen. And they start to feel sorry for her because I guess she doesn't want to be doing anything she's doing. She wants them to be all like sex depraved and everything. But they're under the necromancer guy's control. And so he's like about to kill her because he wants to free, you know, save his friend. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the necromancer guy shows up. He's like, I knew you'd be here, you fuckers. And he kills her and absorbs her power so that the curse is still in effect. So now he has to fight that necromancer guy. And, uh, and the big titty demon woman is gone. Oh, yeah. And so all the demons are a little sad that know about it. They're like, they're like our leader. Um, <laughs> and so they do this like epic battle. He maxes himself out and ends up passing out. And he goes into the uh, the sword, like the sacred sword that the hero has that he cannot really use. And he finds the soul of the hero. Because at one point they talk about like how he has three souls inhabiting his body, <laughs> and you're just like, uh oh, the hero's there, and uh, and so the hero is just like, hey, you know, like I'm I'm still here, like I'm I haven't moved on to my paradise yet because I wanted to make sure you were okay, you know, thanks for kind of taking over for me. He's like, yeah, I'm not really a hero. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, look at everything you've done, and kind of like, you know, explains to him. He's like. When you were able to pick up the sword without my body, like that was the sword picking you. You're the hero now. So, um, and he's like, you're gonna, you know, build up your your magical energy and all that razzmatazz. And so then he is able to temporarily put the the actual hero that he killed, uh-huh. the, the pit. He's able to put him into his body, and so then they tag team. They kind of, you know, they fuck up the guy. Um, the guy that tried to betray them and kill him and become the hero shows up and he's just constantly naked now. I don't know why, but he's just, <laughs> he's just naked all the time now. And um, but they beat the guy and he but he teleports away and you're just like, oh, the shit. the necromancer. Is, 
Yeah, the necromancer. He's okay. like, you're like, oh shit, the curse is gonna like they're like count down seconds on the screen or whatever. But the demons that were upset that he killed their uh, their queen are there and they kill him <laughs> just in time. Oh, so now she's back in her body and they're like, OK, we're going to move out. And basically they're just like, we're going to continue this adventure. I'm the real hero. There's more work to be done, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, that's where and now, you know, is uh, his childhood sweetheart is. Uh, oh, and I think like the. They do like a bath scene at the end or something where the uh, princess that's with him is like. So what? Are you in love with him now or whatever? And she's just like, oh, well, um, um, no. And she's like, oh, okay. So you have no problem if I marry him. Cool. Um, and she's like, oh, I do, I do. And then so then like they all profess their love for him, and he can like hear it. And he's just like, he's just like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> and that's about it. That's that's how it ends. So. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like more? Like gonna be more? Uh, they kind of leave it open ended. I don't think it got greenlit for a second season. So. But, uh, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, it, the fan service was here and there, uh, not really consistent, you know. So um, the thighs thing was, was funny. Uh, when the dad, uh, like, because the childhood friend's dad is there and like, no, you can't fight and whatever. So to win him on his side because he hears everything, he's like, he's like, you were my daughter's body. And uh, he's just like. He's like, what can I do to make it up to you? He's like, he's like, convert to the house of boobs from the house of thighs. And he's just like, done. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. It was just like, he's like, done. He's just like, he's like, no one ever said I didn't love boobs. <laughs> so, like, and then he's just like, all right, you're good with me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, it's just, it's just dumb. Like, it was just dumb. <laughs> like, all the time. Never stop being dumb. Like, the mayor guy. Of the village where they got turned into like demon zombies or whatever, <laughs> he just starts playing more and more of an important role in the entire story. And because he thinks he's going to get to touch the princess's thighs, oh. and like, that's never going to happen, <laughs> and just like leaves it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it, you know. I think there's like a bedroom scene too. I'm forgetting about. I don't know. I might even be mixing up the bath scene. Was that a different anime? <laughs> Am I thinking? Did I mix up the the goddesses bath scene with this scene? I don't. <laughs> huh. There was there was a bath scene in the goddesses that you talked about. Yeah, and this well, this one might have been. Well, the, well, there is a bed scene where the childhood friend takes him into the bed and he's like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. I get to be on her thighs. And then she then he opens his mouth and ruins it basically and she ah. smacks him. Ah. But then I think the others show up. I don't remember exactly. It was dumb. It's just dumb fun. It's just dumb. The fan, it's it's not even heavy on the fan service. It's just more of just like dumb. Like people are naked at times and it feels doesn't feel sexy when they are, you know, you're just like, no, that's naked at the wrong time. (laughs) I would give it, um, seven flaccid, uh, sacred swords out of 10. (laughs) Does that seem to be a constant joke of him just having a flaccid sword? So, yeah. All right. We're going to talk about that demon slayer ending, Lindsay. I'm ready. All we need to talk about. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, there's one more thing we need to clear up. What? Those dragon heads were made out of wood. Oh, you are correct. I am a hundred percent wrong, everybody. I know <laughs> yes. When I saw it, I was like, fuck, she was right. I'm gonna have to I wanted to bring it up so it was a little less of me seeming like I'm just going along with what you're saying, but you beat me to it. I forgot. But yes. They are in fact wood. Hundred percent. I was wrong. I realized that the very next episode when I watched it, I was like, no, she was right. It was totally wood. What the fuck was I thinking when I saw this opening? I'm not paying close enough attention. No. Yeah. And I almost texted you and I'm like, no, no. No, I'm going to put a bomb blast on the podcast. <laughs> going to wait. <laughs> wait till we're recording. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's, um, it's the same reason why I didn't podcast or uh, text you. I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just admit defeat and that I was 100% wrong properly. <laughs> there you go, everyone. Lindsay was right. <laughs> well, um, I, I mean, I think we're at like episode nine when we talked last about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the love girl shows up. She beats all ass. She's pretty hot. She's got them thighs going on. Go to the final episode. Yep. Oh, 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 oh wait. What's his name? Um, defeats the gross face baby arms. Yeah, whatever. We already knew that was going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he does. Kicked his ass good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, Dude was annoying to the end. Oh gosh, yeah. Ugh. I just don't like that voice. When they do that voice, I'm just like, oh, that's my least favorite voice. Just like, Shut up. If I knew Japanese, the impression would be better. I'm sorry. I'm not mocking them. I'm just, it's the best I can do. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, uh, the love girl shows up and she's going to. Fight the hatred demon or the hatred form, and yeah. uh, while well, they go after a baby demon, baby big head dumbass demon. Yeah, I hated him. Who, I'll be honest. I hated. He looked like that when he was a human too. Yeah, but didn't matter. It didn't stop his hands from being evil. You know. Yeah. I I felt no sympathy for him. I was I was kind of glad that he got laid out the way he did. I was just like. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I was like, the rest were all humanized or whatever. This guy just seemed like a piece of shit from beginning to end and didn't want to accept any responsibility for anything because he had a big, yes. ugly head. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, sir, if a giant teenage girl can love a short serial killer, you could have found love too without <laughs> murder. Maybe not in this world because all the women are beautiful and most of the men are fucking ugly, but maybe you could. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um oh gosh. Um you find out that Genya eats demon flesh and that's why he gets all weird and powerful. Yeah. Um uh oh gosh. Um Tanjiro like what <sighs> He's like almost cutting off the little demon's neck, and all of a sudden he grows into a big, regular sized demon. Yeah, fucking huge ass, like eight foot tall version or some shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they fight, and they fall off a cliff, and uh, he does... Sun's coming soon. He does behead him, but he's not dead, because on his tongue it says resentment, not fear. The fear demon's still around somewhere. You're leaving off a huge part where the sun's almost coming up, and... Uh, Nezuko has saved him from a fall, but she's out. She's exposed, and he does the breathing to do the lightning thing. Like he's taking oh. all of them in because he's already yeah, got like two like that he's absorbed. Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> so he just he does the thunderclap run thing, and that's how he beheads him because he's chasing like that's three right, idiots with swords right. that were just like we're just gonna hide here and we see a giant demon and the the little hatred demons like. If I just eat some flesh, I'll be fine. If I eat some flesh, I'll be fine. But yeah, like Dum Dum doesn't take into account that this guy's got a bunch of other forms and shit. And so the little demon's still inside him. So and he's got to decide. He goes back to Nezuko thinking everything's done. Sun will take care of the rest of it or whatever. And he's just like, he can't decide. I loved it. He was just like, I can't decide. I can't decide. I can't throw my sister away. I can't just do that and kill this demon. Fucking hot ass Nezuko decides for him. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cried. She's like burning at the flesh. She's all her eyes all fucked up. She still looks kind of hot, even though she's all mangled. (laughs) She just kicks him off and he just knows. He's just like, and then her life flashes before his eyes. Yes. Even the fucking daydream shit from the movie part, where I was just like, "What the fuck? Why would he? Why would he reference back to that? Remember when she grew up in the fake world? I remember." I was just like, "What? That doesn't count, guys. That doesn't count." But whatever. Oh, and um, Tokido, he's the the Mist Tashira. Throws him that new sword. Oh, yeah. Throws him the, the sword. And the his, the shitty blacksmith beats on him. And doesn't even leave the show with the sword. He has to give it back to the shitty blacksmith, who I hate. I hate him. So that he can finish working on it. I was like, hey, dude, it, it seemed good enough. I'm just saying. You know? It seemed good <laughs> enough. Got the job done. <laughs> Wasn't uh, finished yet. Yeah. Well, then I don't know why they kicked him out of the village. Also, I, why aren't they moving that village? I'm pretty sure it's exposed. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they're exposed now. Not that it matters, but whatever. Because I'm pretty sure Dr. Michael Jackson has different <laughs> different motivations now. But uh, yes, yeah. So Tanjiro does the uh, thunderclap run one more time. Finally, beheads a baby little dickhead, and uh, you just assume Nezuko is burning to death. He passes out because dude's got like fucked up toes. He's overdone yeah. everything. Like his legs are probably broken again. Uh, and the little sword guys carry him, and he's just like, Nezuko. And she's just like, I'm behind you. <laughs> and I'm like a kid now for some reason. <laughs> and she still has her little fangs. <laughs> has her little fangs. Her eyes are a little bit different. Her hair was instantly different somehow. She can walk in the sun, everybody. He doesn't yes. have to backpack her anymore. And she says, Ohio. Yup. I mean, it's good morning. Super cute. I mean, it was morning, so, you know, she was yeah. accurate. Yes. But, yeah, she's like, 
she is childlike, right? I'm not making her Yeah, no, yeah, she did have trouble. She got she got some trauma from the, f- the fire damage. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just like, well, she's not turning into hot Nekuza anytime soon. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. So, and then um, we go to the lady with the ghost Jackson. cat. Do we oh, go to him first oh, or sorry, do the ghost cat chick? I can't remember. I might be wrong. Maybe the ghost cat. Right, well, we'll cover it. Experiments. Yeah, she's just like, hey, um, yeah, Nessica's blood, like, kind of cured a guy to where he can just, like, drink a normal amount of blood. I was like, what's a normal amount of blood? Yeah. Are, you, <laughs> no. are you just making vampires now? It sounds like you're making vampires. <laughs> like, is he a vampire? Seems like you made a vampire. <laughs> like, way to go, Danjiro. You got a whole nother batch of fucking problems. <laughs> Yeah, so, so yeah, like, we got to see her again. She goes, I think Nezuko's going to be capable of one day walking in the sun. Well, guess what? If you just burn half her face with a lot of trauma, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I was just like, oh, this is really cool. This is different. Like, you know. And what is it? Is it because of their bloodline? Is it because she's never drank any human blood? Like, what is it? You know? Oh, yeah. So they were just like pure demons. They wouldn't be demons at all. So, it, but it was cool. It was interesting, you know. And then we go to Dr. Michael Jackson. Take it away, Lindsay. Yes. And somehow he can tell that. Well, remember, a demon he's connected is just... to all of them because remember, they can oh, see his they memories all come and stuff. from his blood, huh? Yeah. So he knows what's going on with all. And that's how he knows when, the, like, the one guy who got defeated at the beginning and stuff, too. So. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so he's like, yes, it has finally happened. Yeah, he fucking wrecks house. He's in the little kid thing because I don't. that's what he's doing this week. He's just yeah. like, <laughs> I'm a little kid. Yeah, and, and and the mom and the maid are just like, are you okay? Do you I want some tea? <laughs> what happened? Who made this big mess? You're a little guy. You couldn't do that. And he's just like, fuck you, behead. Yes, and then the and maid's then the, just like, ah! She's like, oh, shit, you're like a creepy kid. I knew it! Tries to run away. He's like, fuck you! And then he grows grows into to his regular form and new clothes and everything. Very snappy dresser still. Yeah, he's like, I gotta kill my father. <laughs> Can't be bothered today. You know, <laughs> sun just came up. I'm all pissed off, so... <laughs> And then you see, like, a little bit of his backstory to how he was, um, like, a sick nobleman. And this doctor kept uh, trying to give him medicine and stuff. And then he realized that the medicine worked, but it turned him into a demon who couldn't walk in the sun anymore. Slash possibly just a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know... He made it his mission to be able to walk in the sun. And so now he goes, I must devour Nezuko. Yep. He was like, I was hoping one of these little fuckers would that popped off. So now he's also just like, I don't need any other fucking demons. Because it was never about having more demons around. He fucking seems to hate them as much as everyone else does. So I'm yeah. like, well, maybe pick less <laughs> annoying people to be demons. Okay. <laughs> Love that, buddy. <laughs> Uh, and then um, Tanjiro gets to to go home in a little wagon. 
Oh yeah, this part was pretty cute because like the the girl that is clearly in love with him um, was just like, "How about no blindfold for right? You know, for the, the yeah. first leg of this journey yeah. or whatever." Because they're all out scene. cheering for him. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was like, I was like, let's let's get down to business though. Is he or is he not strong enough for the love one? I think he is. I think he is. I think they should you know, <laughs> hook up what? and have little babies. You know? <laughs> I was a little disappointed um, not to kind of have a, a wrap up with with the other Hashira and Genya. Like, what happened to them? Yeah. Well, I think that eleventh. 11 episodes in a 52 minute episode that's what happened to them <laughs> they're like we'll see you next time <laughs> oh, this like, is a clearly. little weird like the 11th episode literally just could have been 11 and 12 but they were just nah, yeah. fuck it. let's just do 11 <laughs> and make it long which i'm not hating on but i'm just kind of like like why is this show not have enough of a budget just just just, just fucking finish it off guys just <laughs> Just finish it off. Like, what do we yeah. do? Get it over with. So. But, you know. It's good. I like it. Art style's grown on me a lot. Mm-hmm. I hated the love of Hashira, whatever, the first time. But now I'm like, oh, man, I like her. Yeah. Especially her thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought, you know, because the, the theme song, you know, where it shows, like, this this girl with black hair, but it otherwise looks just like the left Hashira, like running away crying. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? Who is that? Is that her little sister? She doesn't want her, her older sister to go be a Hashira. What's going on? And then I realized, Oh my gosh, that was her. That was her saying goodbye to her fake self. Yeah. And being okay with who she was and not trying to make other people happy. That's why she eats like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you, what's your rating? Mm, nine wooden dragon heads out of ten. No, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's just a cheap dig at me, I see. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I'm going to give it 10 luscious thighs out of 10. Pick your thighs. Love Hashimas or Nekuzas. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> out of 10. I think I said 5. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Not 10 out of 5. That's bad math. <laughs> All right. That's it. No, it's not. I, well, oh, that's it's it not. for that. Oh, I still have two. I still have two. That was it for you. <laughs> I started the show. I'm ending the show. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. I will. I will quickly go Ashinokoi. It's not done yet. Oh, that's right. But I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure it's going on still because episode twelve did not seem like we were finishing anything. Um. The idol, it starts to focus heavily on the idols. They have a show coming up now that there's three of them. They've been put on a stage that's called like the worst stage. So they're a little nervous. They're trying to find the center. It ends up being the childhood actress girl. And uh, she's reluctant to do it because she's worked so hard at singing and always failed before, et cetera, et cetera. And Why is um, it the worst stage. Because it's hot, it's small, and it's away from everyone. 
Oh, and so. why did they go there? That was the only one they could get. Because they're an unestablished group. Like they got basically it, got, got it. a favor to get on there, and everyone knows it, and they're kind of like worried about that too. They're like, oh no. So, um, she isn't talking to the brother though, the childhood actress uh, person, because of the whole kiss on camera thing. So she will not listen to him. So they bring in the uh, pigeon or the chicken head uh, muscle lifter or muscle guy. Um, because he used to be a idol dance choreographer and he's going to help them. But it's the brother in disguise. And he's doing <laughs> like the stupid voice and stuff, apparently. And uh, she just keeps finding him really easy to talk to. And then like the day before they're going to go perform and everything like she can't sleep. And uh, even after she criticized the other two and told him, get a good night's sleep, get a good night's sleep. Um, she goes down to the kitchen and he's taking off the mask for like the first time that day, thinking they're all asleep uh, to get some water and stuff. And she's like, it was him the whole time. No. <laughs> and uh, but then they go and. You know, she's still kind of having a panic attack, but they're um, they go and they perform and the performance is actually really is really good. I really like it. So I guess idols pick their glow stick and they give you all of the glow sticks like when you go to the performance. So you're like, I'm blue, I'm green, I'm you oh, know whatever. Okay, okay. And so, you know, as they're performing, you you can either pull out the glow stick of the person's performing or you just pull out your favorites and just do your favorites the whole time or whatever. So um like they're performing and um there's like they just introduced kind of random characters that are are going to see it because one of them was like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of the YouTuber one. He's like, you mind if we stop over here before we head to the next stage? He's like, yeah, that's fine. But like, he's like an old school school like idol fan. He's just like, I I was a fan of this band when they were you know the legit original members and shit like that. You know, so they 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 got nothing. They're not going to be anything. Um, and then as they're performing, like the sister, she because she's grown up at just imitating you know the mom. Mm-hmm. She's like sparks you know just has like the sparkle of the mom and she's like even doing little like um funny faces to the the uh, childhood actor friend to try to help her like stay loosened up and stuff um and then the childhood actress friends the ones that has narrating she's like narrating the whole time while they're singing and she's like this girl this girl is gonna be like a mega star like even in these little like moments like she just shines and just grabs the audience and stuff and that's when she makes a little face at her to like and she's like, even she's even working me as she's working the crowd, like type of thing. And then, um, you know, and then she like faces the audience, like the the sister faces the audience. And then the guy that was all like judgmental and stuff, he like pulls out her glow sticks instantly, like just and he's just like, Whoa! <laughs> and they're just like, and his friends are like, oh, you OK there, guy? And he's just like, oh, <laughs> like, OK. <laughs> and um, they finish like their first song and they're starting their second one. And she's starting to just like have this negative doubt about herself of just like that they're gonna like because her her fear is and she finally explains it in the narration is that she's okay failing on her own because it only affects her but she doesn't want to be because she's had so much failure she doesn't want her to be the reason they fail so she's worried about that 
But then the brother is out in the audience. He's got all three glow sticks, and he it's a callback to the first episode when they were babies doing fucking glow stick dancing and stuff, and he's doing it again. And everyone's just like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> like, look at him go. And others are like, what a weirdo. He's got all three colors, and he's just cheering for all three of them. But, um, but he's like one of the first one to pull out her glow stick, which was white. And so then more white ones start showing up. And then it just changes the, you know, the dynamic of her performance because now she just feels relieved and everything. And they're riding back in the car. And it's it's just like the way it's drawn is just very real. It just really feels like these tired ass kids are just like passed out in, you know, seats and stuff. Um, and they're kind of talking now. And then the, uh, you know, the, the, the stepmom, I guess, the one that like adopted oh, after uh-huh. her, her death. She kind of sees the awkwardness, and so she starts talking to Aqua. She's like, "Hey, Aqua, did your um, did your business date? Have you set that up?" And like, kind of reveals to the other girl that they're not really dating; it's a work relationship. And so she starts chatting him like nonstop after that. And then the um, <laughs> the streamer chick figures that out because she's you know obviously friends with the other girl from the show, and so she's like. And she knows that she has real feelings for Aqua as well. So she's like, oh, no, who do I root for? <laughs> um, and then so then they go on their, uh, you know, work date and they're eating ice cream or some shit. And uh, the other girls dress very cutely and stuff. And he's, you know, dressed however, whatever. He's just, you know, a, a suitable for a man, I guess, or whatever. And um so they're talking and I guess they both got a role on a stage play because the guy called in the favor for him to get him into the acting company where I was based so that he can get more information and get close to the guy that was close to I. Um, I is the mother, by the way. Right, right, right. And so. And they're t- they're kind of talking about that. And then she's like and. Uh, I Like they're they're romantic characters in the play, but they're not the main characters. They're like. uh Supporting characters or something. I don't know. It's like based off of a manga or whatever, too. And then I guess there's a love triangle between them and like this other person. And she's like, I wonder who's playing the other person. And then the childhood actress friend shows up and she's like, it's me. (laughs) And I guess (laughs) they were bitter rivals as kids. (laughs) But the childhood actress friend, she looks like whoever like picked her clothes was great because she's all in like all black. She just looks super fashionable and cool. Like I loved her look. I was just like, oh, damn. And she's just like, you shouldn't post in real time, duh, because the other weirdos will come and find you. <laughs> it's just like, she's like, you better move locations. And she's like, I'm going to fucking out. And they just start like doing this battle of like the tongues at each other. And she's like, I fucking hate her. Every role I wanted as a child, she took it. I hate her. And then she did that stupid bell pepper song. And then I was over here. I was doing real acting and just. <laughs> and so they just hate each other. And he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what did I get myself into? But he's just, you know, he's just thinking of his goal. And then they kind of change the ending um, of it. Like, again, I think it's coming back. I don't know. Otherwise, they left it in a perfect place. But it, it felt like there was more. But, the, like, the ending kind of changed a little. And I was like, ooh, that was cool. So. Yeah, I would say it definitely feels like he has to solve his mother's murder. Well, I mean, I just, I don't know if this is the end of the first season or if it's still going to keep going past episode episode, wait what are we on yeah because we're only on episode 11 
So, like, not that I think they're going to solve the murder, but I just don't know if they're going to leave it in a different place for the end of the season or if it's like, no, we're going to do 24 because we did a fucking movie for the first episode. (laughs) So we doing 24 in this motherfucker, you know? (laughs) So. But I didn't see it on that list when we were talking earlier about it continuing, so I'm a little worried. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was just... It's just my favorite thing this whole time. Like, like I cannot, like, when I download, I'm just like, I'm leaving. I just leave my family. I'm like, I'll be back in 24 <laughs> minutes or so, okay? Maybe 35 if I need to just be like, ah, and, like, express some excitement, okay? <laughs> but it's just, the animation is fantastic. It just, it's just, there's so much personality, and the characters all feel like genuine characters. And this little peelback of the entertainment industry, I think, is you know, refreshing and they're not hiding the kind of gritty, dirty part of it. Like even when the producer guy's getting Aqua the job, he's just like, he's like, you're going to owe me one after this. And the guy's like, I'm getting your new guy a fucking break. You're going to owe me. And they just kind of both are like, we'll see motherfucker. So it's just like, ah, so real. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So fucking good. Like I just, Ah, it's so good. So, uh, 10 fucking star eyes out of 10. So. Oh, okay. And now, for my last one, which I haven't talked about in a while, Heavenly Delusion. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the craziest one of it, because it's like the post-apocalyptic world. The girl... The guy that's in his sister's body with his head. Do you remember this one, Lindsay, now that I say that? Hmm. No. They're, like, fighting monsters and shit. And there's, like, this school as well. Do I really have to recap? He's in his sister's body? She's a bodyguard protecting this guy. And he has to go find the the person with the same face. That sounds familiar. Yes. That sounds familiar. And I told you at one point, like... She tells him, I'm a dude. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, mm, you got boobies. And she's just like, I'm in to go through his back, her backstory. His yes, backstory. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, and you don't know why his brain, because he was getting half eaten by a, a man eater, is in her body. And so she's trying to find the doctor that did the procedure and this Robin guy who was supposed right. to be like, taking right, care right, right. of her, so. Okay. Okay. And the last part I think I talked about was the bear. Where they just found like a normal bear and then like get <laughs> yeah. fucked up by this bear. And and then he um almost had sex with the hotel girl. So now they're out on the road and um where we go after that? I'm trying to remember now. Shit. <laughs> I need a refresher. Cause this one got so good that after the bear thing, I just kind of was like, I'm waiting. I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you can watch, yeah. watch it all in a batch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they end up in so they end up in some other city where there's it's like this doctor guy's there, and she's like, "Well, maybe that's the doctor, you know." So let's go check that lead, and he's like, "All right, cool." And they get like confronted by this group that are like, "Yeah, we've been um, experimented on by this guy. We, you know, we're trying to stop him." And she's like, oh, that matches up experiments and stuff. But then when you see what he experimented on them, it's like he gave him an artificial arm. 
he gave him an artificial leg. You know, it's like, um, are you sure he's not just helping you people not be cripples in a post-apocalyptic world? And no, that's exactly what it is. He's also not a doctor. So <laughs> they go and they like have this elaborate plan. They go down to this basement area. They find um, one of the uh, man-eating monsters down there and they start killing all of them. And there's a, like this main one that's growing on the wall and it starts fucking with one of the, um, her mind, I think. And so she thinks like he died or whatever. And that um, all this other shit's happening. He like snaps her up. He's like, what are you doing? What's happening? Like you almost shot me. Like what's going on? And she's like, Oh shit. Like that was all my, so they kill it and it's dead. And, and then the doctor comes down and like they're exposed and they're just like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? We killed your monster. And he's like, you fucking killed that thing. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and they're just like, huh? And he's just like, oh, come with me. There's something else I want you to kill. <laughs> and they're just like, what? And they keep hearing about this like horror room where there's like this person that's like connected to all these machines and has like arms and different machines or whatever. And of course, that's not what it is, you know. Um, and so they get up to this room and it's this woman being kept alive on life support. And yeah, she's missing a bunch of arms and stuff. And he's just like, as this infection spreads, I have to keep it cutting it off because she's turning into one of the man eaters, basically. Uh, meanwhile, the people that help them get into it, they are just trying to take over the base of operations because they have power and stuff inside because they have generators. So they're kicking out all these people and the, and the doctor guy that they keep calling doctor, he's just made prosthetics for everyone. That's all he's done. And they just keep asking for more and more like hey it hurts a little want to do this or whatever and so he like makes an adjustment or gives them oil and stuff and they're like do you need to see other people he's like if i start i'll never finish it's never enough for these people um and so the uh the like the kid that can enter inside people and just like kill them he enters in and he's able to like kind of talk to her like for a moment and he's like oh this is freaky but she has like a computer, so she like talks and they're like, Do you actually want to die? And she's like, Yes. And they're like, Okay, do you want us to do it now? She's like, I have one request. Um, she's like, I want to see the sun one more time. And so they um he's like, Do you know how hard that's gonna be? And she's like, Hey, fuck you. And he's just like, Okay, okay. <laughs> he's just like, geez, call me an idiot. Geez. Or like she calls him like an idiot or something, and he's just like, Call me an idiot. And you're just like, Oh, come on, come on, Lindsay, what is it? Guess. Uh, uh. She called him an idiot. Uh-huh. What does that sound like? She's on okay. life support. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know, not that, like, what type of relationship is it? She's in love with him? Their husband and wife. The, the decapitated, or not the decapitated, but, like, the mangled torso. And the doctor guy, their husband and wife. Um, so he's trying to, he doesn't just... He, he can't just kill her because she'll turn into a man-eater when she dies. So he's kept her alive and chopped off the infection to try to get, let her die as a human. Got it. Um, so they cart everything out so she can see the sun rise. Um, he's missing an eye, and her eye is the same color as his eye. And so she's, like, typing to the computer, and she's like, thank you for giving me your eye so I could see this. Because um, she lost both of her eyes, so he gave her one of his. And, uh, and so he's just like, and then she, um, and then the kid does it and he kills her so that she doesn't turn into a man eater. And, uh, 
And then, the you know, they stormed the building, and everyone's like, Doctor, what are you doing? He's like, hey, go to this establishment up there. We'll, we'll meet you, or whatever. And then he pulls the, the two kids aside, and he's just like, he's like, come in here with me. I'll, you know, I'll help you. I'll, I'll answer some questions for you, whatever. He's like, just give me a, a few more minutes alone with my wife. And he just, like, brings the body up. And then he kills himself. Because, I knew it, of course. Yeah. And then on his gun... On his gun is the same symbol as her gun. So he used to work for the same facility or whatever. And you're just like, interesting. Interesting. And I'll tell you guys why soon enough. Heavy spoilers on this one, too. So um, so they're kind of fucked up. They're just like, oh, man. like, And and all the people that were relying on him, like overly, overly relying on him, they're like, they're like, oh, well, we don't want to go that direction. They're going to think we killed him because we're going to show up without him. So, fuck, we got to go a different direction. And then in doing so, they um, run into just some random guy who tries to mug him. And then she pulls out a gun. He's just like, oh, fuck, I got to go. <laughs> and they start asking him for information. And he starts telling them stories, but charging them money. Um, <laughs> for stories? <he> tells, <laughs> yeah, and his stories are really stupid. And they're just like, how is this helping us with information? And at the end of all the stories, he's like, good luck and goodbye. And they're just like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> and so, but he tells a story about how he was, um, as a, like as a young man, he was captured and kept as like a sex bore for this like female society. I'm sorry, what? A sex bore. Yeah. They called the them boars. Oh, sex. Yeah. Like a boar, okay. like a pig. Yeah. Got you it. had it right. Not that he was boring at sex, though I imagine he probably was. Um, <laughs> and then uh, so he's like telling the story, but then and like they had these two women that were an item came and they like they got impregnated by him. But like um, so if they were it was like a very Amazonian where if they were women, they were welcomed. If the baby was a woman, welcome into society. Men, they just throw it with the boars, you know, but like here you either take care of it or it dies. But these women decided they don't want to do that, so they're going to take the guy with them and take the baby and just you know be a weird family. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but well, why'd they take the poor guy with them anyway? Because he was still the you know he's the father. They felt I think they felt bad <laughs> because they were just like you know he's the father of this child and we're treating him like they were treating them pretty terribly. So are they I sure he was a, the father? It wasn't one yeah. of the other. Well, boars? no, yeah, they got to pick which boars they were having, you know, relations with. So, yeah, um, just for the sake of the story, Lindsay. I mean, if you want to, you know, ask finer details like that, then the show would have to produce, you know, something. Did for just one of them get pregnant, or both of them pregnant? No, just one of them. There's only one baby. Okay, okay. I said a weird family. Okay, lesbian moms, straight dad, weird kid. You know, <laughs> post-apocalyptic world. So I just don't see why the the two women just didn't go off and they had live. a change of con. Well, because the, he had the baby, so how did he have the baby? Because it was a boy. The baby was a boy. Oh. So it was thrown with the boars. Oh, they decided they didn't want so that. He, so he they're like, well, they couldn't. If they were so terrible to him, they couldn't just take the baby away from him and and leave him. They had a change of heart, Lindsay. Okay, you're really just like, why didn't they just take the baby and leave this fucking guy? He sounds like trash. He was captured and used for sex and other horrible things, okay? 
The sex didn't sound like fun. It sounded like... <laughs> Do you still? Yeah, pretty... well, no, that sounds more fun. I think they were just, like, strapped down to a bed and then just like, all right, we're done here. So, he didn't talk about it in fondness of, like, this is a fine way to die. You know, <laughs> like, hey, it's been, like, 12 hours of backbreaking labor. Go gentle. Ah, I'm in pain. I'm in pain, you know. Anyway, they're trying to escape, okay? They, the women get captured. He doesn't get captured, okay? But one of the women had the baby. So the baby just gets thrown back into the, with the men. Okay. Right? He's free. So, he goes back a couple days later to try to check on the situation because he was like, did the women just get put back in or what? You know what? You know, he's trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, do I? how do I get the baby? How do I save them? He finds them dead hanging from the outside of the, you know, uh, building. So he's like, okay, well, they're dead. Fuck, fuck me. I have no resources. Uh, I'm just a, you know, overworked dude. Uh, so he he just runs away. He's a bit of a coward at the moment. He just runs away. He's like, all right, well, nothing I can do. I have to just give up on my kid. And the two people that were, you know, going to help me raise him are dead. So um, and then he's telling the story. And then so the the girl, the girl with the guy brain in her. She's just like, fuck your stories, move your car. And so he drives off. He's like, fuck. And she's just like, I was wondering why he was, because he does this weird thing where he like backs his car out of the road, even though he's like the only car there. And like, who's going to, like, somebody going to honk, but honk, hey, buddy, move your car, honk, honk. (laughs) And so he uh, saw that their, um, the symbol that they asked about was actually on the board behind them. And so he was covering it with his car. And she figured that out and was like, get the fuck out of here. So they go through the school and they kind of find some more information about the, the heaven place. Um, and so they're like, OK, like we got some information. They run into him again. And he's like, he's like, do you? Oh, and and the uh, so after the first story ends, she's really pissed off because she's like, that's a shitty ending. And he's just like, no, it's OK. It's OK. But then after the second one, he's like, what's happened with the baby? Is the baby OK? He's just, and so. The guy comes back and he's like, oh, and then like at one point she like rubs off the tattoo on him, too, that he wasn't actually tattooed with the number 11 because uh, he was number 11 bore. But then when he comes back, he has another tattoo and it is a real tattoo that says 11. So um, he's just like, do you want to help me find my child? And they're like, all right, fine, we'll go with you. So and because they were also like it's in the same it was apparently the same facility that they were heading to. So they're like, all right, let's go. So they go there and they find that the city or like the civilization is deserted. It's run over because there's a man eater there that turns things into like ice and shit. And uh, they ended up defeating it. But he's just like, you know, he's like, okay, well, I guess my kid's dead. Like, you know, like, fuck, I suck. Uh, But then they run into two of the men that were in the society and they're like, yeah, dude, like your uh, your kid was screaming one night. And uh, so we were all up trying to calm him, you know, keep him quiet, calm him down so they wouldn't come down and, you know, like kill him or anything. And uh, that's when we saw that frost monster thingy. And so we went out through the hole that it made and escaped while it killed all of them. <laughs> so they, they're like, yeah, your kid's alive. You want to see him? And he's just like, yeah, fuck yeah. He goes and he runs to his kid. He's so happy. They have like a, a meal to celebrate and everything. And then... Um, 
that night they're all like asleep and like they thought they killed the frost thing but then like the room starts to like freeze over again and they're just like fucking the monsters back or whatever and it turns long story short it turns out that it's his kid and they're just like huh interesting how old's his kid interesting like four or five maybe or no less than that like three or four so they don't specifically say because who's was counting he always a frost monster no i don't think they knew about that at that at that point but so she's trying to save him she's like and she keeps freezing and she's like what the fuck and even like rips off part of her flesh or whatever and which they never go back to which kind of bothered me i was like no her fingers are fucked up but the um the kid the the blonde haired kid that's in love with her and everything Oh, well, he also has, like, superhuman powers, too, as well. Not just aside from being able to kill things by touching them. Um, but he gets a tooth knocked out, and then he shows her. He's like, yeah, my tooth grew back. And she's like, what the fuck? But then, like, other things happen, so they just, like, don't delve down that road much after that. But you're just like, okay, so he's not normal. Um, And so then they kind of leave. The guy kicks him their, his car. He's just like, go ahead and take my car. So... He's like, they, they have a better car here anyway. And so they're like, oh, cool, thanks. And uh, they try to drive away all dramatically, and the car stalls. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, sis, like, what the fuck? We, we had a cool exit. You fucked it up. She's like, shut up, I know. <laughs> um, and he's just like, hey, don't let your kid freeze you to death. And everyone's just cool with that. They're just like, well, I guess the kid's kind of a monster or whatever, you know? And you're just like, okay, so... The question, and I was already asking this question based on, like, when the, the kid in the facility was drawing these monsters, is is he drawing these monsters or is he drawing friends? So, because when you die and you have this condition, you turn into the man-eater, like the wife. So why mm-hmm. did the wife have it? You know, it's the different questions like that. Um, but then, so we follow the dad again, and we just find this guy... That's murdered. And you go through the dad's narration, the the born number 11. And he's like that night when we were escaping. He's like, I will never forget who was the first to yell out the person that cost my child his mother's. And it's that guy like he never forgot. And the guy kept trying to apologize to him. And every time he tried to talk to him, he just walked away. He was like, fuck you. Like, he just walked away. And you're just kind of like, what's going on here? And then he just fucking murders him. And he steals their car. (laughs) And he just drives off with the kid. He's just like, fuck you guys. But I was just like, ah, but it's not like goofy. Like he's like stone cold killer at that point. Like fucking I'm out of here. So, um, and, uh, the stories start to finally kind of, well, they start to feel like they're about to merge here. Um, they're heading towards a different, like, town, and uh, it's been alluded to this. T- it looks like this town might be above the school facility where the kids are. So I'm going to switch to the school fa- facility thing. So the person that has a face like his, Tokio, um, she's having sex with uh, this other kid named Kona, and... Uh, She's not feeling well, Lindsay. She's uh, feeling sick in the mornings. Oh. You know? Yeah. She's pregnant, and they're just like, and so we, we see that there's like this little like adult society that's watching the kids, but don't interact with the kids. And you're kind of like, what's going on here exactly? 
because clearly the kids are some sort of experiment. We've seen the babies. The babies look like the man eaters, but they somehow turn into kids. You know, like, and you know, remember they all have kind of special powers. Like one super strong can jump oh, high. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they're like, "How the fuck is she pregnant? Like, how is she pregnant? How is she pregnant? Someone fucking tell me how is she pregnant?" And the computer has been turning things oh, off. You know. Oh, because they don't know that she was having those little hookups. Yeah, because when they check the computer, there's no footage. So they're just like, but they kind of piece it together that it's Kona's baby somehow. But um, they're just like, how the fuck? Or I think they she tells her that she's like, I don't know. They don't, they don't really go into it, but you just figure they figured it out somehow. But the computer is just like being really weird. Almost like the computer is a person trapped inside of a computer and that they just want <laughs> And then it's like, maybe they do feel some sort of maternalness for these kids and they understand what's going to happen to the kids. And so they're trying to help free the kids. So that's uh, but more on that later. So so they take her out. OK, so they're just like, you get removed because you're pregnant and we don't want to explain. And then these kids were conditioned with sexual urges. So what the fuck? Um and then they introduce a new batch of kids. They're like, hey, these are these new kids. And like it shows like maybe seven. But then in the next scene, there's like 25 of them running oh, fucking God. around. And <laughs> just, what the fuck? And like one's wearing like fucking dark sunglasses and has like a fucking musical instrument. You're just like, who's, <laughs> who's that jazzy motherfucker? You know, you're like, what the hell? And so um, Tokia's like friend, the first girl that. When you thought it was like those two were interested in each other and you didn't know they were both as girls, um, all of a sudden she lifts her ear like a fucking dog. And you're just like, what the fuck? That's not hair. That's an ear. <laughs> I was like, what? Vomit. What? It was so gross. I was like, ew. Ew. Wait, wait. <laughs> ew. So it's her hair is hair. ears? Well, no, she just like ha- her hair is the same color. Her ears are the same color as her hair, basically. It just looks like hair. So when it just lifts up and you just see an ear under there, it was like, oh, oh, oh. And she can like <laughs> see stuff that's not there. So they go into the first girl that Kona liked, the the, the guy that knocked up Tokia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just straight looks like an alien, Lindsay. She just looks like a fucking alien. And she goes to Kona's room one night and the, you know, the little computer is like, boop, boop. Turns off the footage, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I'm I'm getting out of here. I'm I'm fucking something wrong with this place. I gotta go." And I was just like, "And no one's bothered by your appearance, okay? Well, you're an alien. You'll straight up look like an alien from the '90s. Like, <laughs> so I don't know where you're going, but you're getting stoned really quick. So <laughs> this is a post-apocalyptic society, and you look like a fucking monster." Um. So then she starts to fly in away and he runs out of his room. He's like, no, come back, come back. And they kind of talked about her death, like in another thing that they found her like hanging and that it was weird. And that's it. Yeah, she was hanging from the ceiling, which is like four or five stories high. And she apparently did it to herself. (laughs) So and grew like cloud wings for a moment. It was just I was it was really bizarre. And so Ear Girl can see her fucking <laughs> spirit like burned into the world right there. And it's just oh. like, because she's always like the whole time. And it's been like 
11 episodes at this point, she's always just staring at this one spot. Like, and everyone's just like, what are you looking at? And she's like, so no one else can see this shit. Okay. And then they finally show what she's looking at. And you're just like, oh, that's the fucking dead alien person. The fuck? The wings are there too? Oh, fucking weird. <laughs> fucking weird, poofy cloud wings. So we got the new kids. We're falling dog girl more because Tokia's sideline. Tokia grew her hair out too because she couldn't get a haircut because they were like, no, you're pregnant. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then and then when they grow the hair out, she does look a lot like the guy. And you're just like, oh, you do look a lot more alike now. Okay. Okay. Um, and then so the, with the new kids, like the dog ear, when she lifts it up because she, she hears like the, the fucking jazz, the little jazz kid playing by themselves. <laughs> And just like, what the fuck? And so she goes over to her and like little jazz kids like she's like, Don't you want to play with the other kids? She's like, No, I'll just bother them. And she just starts crying, like hardcore crying. So, you know, she dog dog eared girl does what any person would do and just removes the glasses and it's like, Let me wipe your tears. And the little girl has these glowing blue eyes, and then the wall just comes apart and things start stabbing the dog girl, and Aww. she's like fucking panic and she just wakes up in like the uh, doctor's office and it was like it was just like a hallucination basically um, but that's why that little girl wears the glasses is because if she looks at you she'll cause hallucinations um, and then Kona's there he's like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm synced up with Tokia so she's not feeling well so I'm not feeling well so I, I just I can't move and it's like oh and we just saw Tokia like giving birth so you're just like oh what do you mean you're synced up? That's weird. So like, did you get an epidural or like, why can't you move, dude? <laughs> and then, um, dog eared girls like, yeah, do you ever like, she's like, I have like these visions where I can't tell if, um, if it's like, you know, something that's going to happen in your future, if it's going to happen in a moment, like it's, it's hard. I never know. And they're always scary. And so you just see blood like flowing on the floor and she just like lifts her feet up and then she's like, it's happening right now. And then she looks at him and he's just like one of the man eater monsters. And uh, and then it's just like she snaps out of it for a second. And uh, then the <laughs> the jazz playing girl shows up. She's like, I just want to say I'm sorry. And so this dumb fuck. This dog eared dipshit takes the fucking <laughs> glasses off again. Oh my god. Lindsay starts hallucinating again, but she starts doing some breathing techniques and she's just like she's like, nah, we're all good. She's still breathing heavy. She's just like, shit that bothers other people doesn't really bother me. And I was just like, uh, do you wanna like catch your breath first before you say that? Because no one's believing you. As a little blue-eyed girl cries more. I was just like, dude, being happy, you cry. Sad, you cry. You cry too much. All right, fuck her. So then we go to Tokia's baby. And there's two. And it's not clear if she actually gave birth to two. Because one is called Tokia Jr. Which I was like, <laughs> okay. Why not? I've always been a fan of calling women Jr. as well. I think it's hilarious and awesome. Why don't we all have juniors and thirds and fourths? But whatever. And the other one's called like Junior Copy Junior or something. I don't know. It was weird. I was like, yeah. So I was just like, huh? I was like, did they clone a baby real quick? Or something like 
It's not really clear. It's just it is clear that they should not mix them up so they know which one. But then a fucking something like hits the bait or the building and the guy who's in charge of him at that moment uh, mixes them up <laughs> and he's not sure. He's like, mm, which one is the, the baby and the, which one's the other bait? Which one's junior? And which one's junior, junior? Fuck. So um, and then in between this, the computer, which is in charge of all the classroom stuff, brings them all to the swimming pool and tells them, don't wear your bathing suit. Okay, we're not going to be swimming. Some of them still show up in a bathing suit and they're made fun of as they should be. (laughs) And then the computer starts telling them that they're going to be doing a new type of test. And that in this test, you just need to do what you think is right in the situation and blah, blah, blah. And it really sounds like the computer is planning on helping them go out into the world because it tells them the outside out the outside of the outside. Because they're familiar with the outside, outside of the classroom and stuff where they all play all day. But they all want to know what's outside of that. And so the computer's like, this is a test for the outside of the outside. And so you're like, okay, what's going on? But then something hits like the building, fucks things up. Um, but I jumped ahead a little bit because the the director who's in the wheelchair and who's constantly pushed around in a wheelchair <laughs> and has like weird medical problems has told the guy who's in charge of the babies that she's going to put herself in the assistant director's body, who he's in love with. So he doesn't really like that plan. Um, Until the baby that Tokia has had is ready for her. So it seems like they're trying to do this whole, like, living in new body type of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when the plane... Or, well, I don't know if it's a plane. When, when whatever hits the building, hits the building. She's, like, just barely returned. And you're like, where did she return from? You know, because this is, like, the first time they've mentioned that she's left and whatever. And it kind of makes sense of why the computer's just doing, like, speeding up its plan right now. Of Like, it's making these guys do tasks that they don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> and they're in charge of the technology. And they're like, man, I don't know. The computer said do this, so I'm just doing it. Um. So she panics when like shit hits and she gets out of the wheelchair and starts running and everyone's just like, you could fucking walk. Like, <laughs> like what the hell? Um, so she goes to the room and they're, they've decided to give Tokyo back the baby, but they're not sure what baby's hers. <laughs> so they're just like guessing. They're like, here's your baby possum. <laughs> and then so did the, they make a copy to give to her. So she would think that was her baby. I think they were testing stuff. Well, I think no, they were never planning. Tokia didn't even know she had a baby. So, oh, yeah, she was very confused. They were like, just keep doing the pushing thing. You're just yeah. She's like, this hurts a lot. She's like, just keep doing it. Like they had it all blocked off and stuff. So that's just she had no idea what was going on. Okay. Because, and and because the only babies she had seen were those weird little white ones that like say Tokyo <laughs> and you know and just, so it probably cried and she was like what's that noise they're like nah it's a D- TV you don't know what that is either but it's loud I'll turn it down um yeah somehow they kept it from her but uh, so they give her the, her baby and she's like this is a baby she's all like yay I'm a mom <laughs> and uh, and they cut her hair again and I was like boo it looks like shit again. Um, but then the director shows up. She's like, give me that baby. And then Tokio activates her weird power thing. 
and she turns all viney and like sticks herself to the wall and then the director touches her and then she gets sucked into the vines and then it's just like boom that's the end of her story for right now and you're just like oh damn uh, dog-eared girl and the boy that's obsessed with her and wants to touch her body and that's it he just wants to touch her body like a lot um, and two of the other kids at the same age they go out into the world because there's a hole uh, Kono takes all the younger kids and they go to the pool area because he failed the uh, fucking uh, robots test oh did he show up in a bathing suit <laughs> <laughs> pretty much he's like oh I thought we were swimming today they're like no shit there's a hole and he's just like oh well I'm not leaving without the Kyo and I'm like well bad news she's stuck to a wall so but they go out and they're just like they're like why'd they make it so hot out here and I was just like that's oh, cause you're in the real world dude you left the world of AC so and they're trying to explore through the world at one point they get um, like they split off into two groups and the dog girl like is about to fall off a cliff and so the guy that's obsessed with her uh, takes the fall for her he cuts his arm pretty bad or whatever and she's like, why'd you do that? And he's just like, because uh, I want to touch your body. <laughs> and he's just like, no, oh it's gosh. more than that. And he's like, I just want to protect you as long as I just want to stay with you and protect you as long as you'll let me. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cute, but still kind of creepy because he led with the body part. So and um, I'm going to flash forward to their ending real quick because that's kind of it for them. It just shows them all on a boat all of a sudden going towards a fully lit functional city. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? <laughs> what the hell? Um, so, yeah, it was, I was like, OK. And then meanwhile, back to our duo. So they have found a civilization and they're trying to buy some food and they're using old paper money. And they're like, yeah, you can't uh, can't use paper money here. You have to go register with this uh, reconstruction ministry, which she had heard about from her childhood as being like bad guys or whatever. Um, but they're actually just trying to rebuild society. And so they have like new currency and they're like, oh, if you register, get a register ID, and we just give you some like money to like start off with. And um, and then while she's there, she's like, hey, if you have everyone's picture, do you know this guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's the chief. Like, how do you know him? She's like, I'm his family member. And so he's sad because he has not wanted her to find him because you know, she's still a girl. He's in love with her. He feels like even as a boy, she was in love or he was in love with this Robin guy. And so he feels like, you know, she's breaking up with him in a way to go back to an ex in a way. Mm. So, um, but she's, and she's like talking and she's like super chatty and weird. She's like, Oh, it's so modern. So great. Because she knows like, you know, he's the chief. So like all this had to have been done by Robin or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, it'd be really weird. If you want to just go, like, see this guy by yourself, like, go ahead or whatever. Like, I don't care. And so, like, she has an appointment time and she goes early. She gets, like, patted down and she goes across and she sees him. She's like, Robin, Robin. And he makes this face of, like, horror and disgust for, like, a minute. And then, like, cuts away, does some other shit, and then it comes back and they're, like, they're like talking and he's just like, wow, it's like crazy. And like she tells him, she's like, I'm I'm my, you know, I'm the brother in my sister's body type of thing. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I see your sister, but then like all your mannerisms are of the, the boy. And it's, mm-hmm. he's like, it's it's weird, you know. And at this point, Lindsay, I was just like, well, we're in a dystopian future and rape hasn't been brought up once. And I don't like the face he made. 
I don't like where this is going. And I didn't like where it went. And I think it wasn't necessary, but also they do establish that this guy is a scummy piece of shit. But it gets even more fucked up because he's like, well, why don't you take a bath and we'll catch up after that. So she takes a bath. He steals her clothes. And she's like, hey, where are my clothes? He's like, ah, just come over here like that. It's, It's cool. He handcuffs her. And as he's getting ready to rape her, he's like, she's like, don't, you can't do this. You know, I explained everything. And he's just, he's like, yeah, but when, and he's like, he's like, look in that mirror. And he has like a mirror set up. It's super creepy. And he's just like, you say, it's like, he's like, I'm going to make you watch what I'm going to do to your sister's body. Oh my God. Yeah. It's super fucked up. And so, yeah, they thankfully cut away after that. Um, And then he's she's laying there and she's really having like, like she's just broken, you know, because she's looked for this guy. This is her hero, you know, and this is what he's done. And he's just like, you know, did he do this to my sister? And then he has this memory flashback of, of like, yeah, like possibly to keep the kids safe. Like the sister was having sex with him to keep him around and stuff. Um, but he's still just like super scummy and fucked up and stuff. And so she's just like, and she's just being left naked and like handcuffed or like tied, like thinking he tied her wrist or whatever. And, um, he gets really nervous because, like the the kid, the other kid that she's been traveling with, he gets really nervous because he's like, okay, one night I can understand, but now it's like night number two. So he decides, fuck this, I'm going over there. Uh, he goes to the bridge. He's like, hey, did a girl come over here last night? And they're like, oh, yeah, but her and the chief are really busy. You know, I heard him. It was, it was fucking loud. And, you know, which is a huge red flag for him because he knows that she has a dude's head. So doesn't sound anything like what they would do. So so he beats their asses <laughs> and then he just beats everyone's asses. He just goes through and fucking beats all asses. And then he finds the guy and the guy's like bringing coffee, like thinking he's being all suave or some shit. Or he finds her first and sees how she is. And she's like, don't, don't. And he goes and he just like he chases this man down and he's trying to get into his room. He drops his keys like the the shitty guy, Robin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he corners him and then he just like stares at him like and you're just like, this is weird. And then Robin tries to run past him and he just throws him back in the corner. And he does it again. He just throws him back in the corner. He does it one more time. He throws him back in the corner. And, and he throws him so hard he like hits his head on the wall and uh, like opens his head. And he's like, <clears throat> and he just starts beating the fucking shit out of him. And I was like, do it. Fucking beat him shit. Beat the shit out of him. And then it just kind of cuts a moment later, like to her, like they're dressed. They're on the like this river bank, and she's just crying. And, um, you know, and he's he's just kind of there and he's he's like, listen, sis, like he's like, I love you. Like, I feel like you've broken up with me like four or five times on this trip. He's like, but I and I know you're supposed to be the one that protects me, but I want to protect you. Like, however, this goes down like, I, you know, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't love your brother. I don't love your sister. I don't like whatever you are in between. That's what I love. And that's what I want to protect. Um, and he's like, and that's that's who I want to be with. The person that I've been on this journey with, you know, so I get that you're like, you're all to- tossed up and confused. But that's 
there is a person that I've been dealing with and that's the person I want to keep being with type of thing. And then it kind of cuts back to um, her stopping him from killing Robin. And you're just like, ah, damn it. But, uh, and then she, she hugs him and cries and she's just like, she's like, if, if I'm not protecting you, then what, what's, what's my purpose? And he's like, what are you talking about? You saved me from all sorts of things. Like your instincts are, you know, way above anyone else's like i would have been dead countless times over without you you know so and uh and so they just are in this like new place i guess is the best way to describe it and it was just it was really good and they go to drive away all dramatically and the car stalls Oh (laughs) god! and he's just like come on you gotta stop ruining our dramatic exit she's like i fucking know and they're just like it's just the two of them but they just wanted to drive off looking cool and they didn't and it was like oh that's great (laughs) And then the um, the people reconstructing society come over to check on the power. They call it the power plant or whatever because they grow vegetables and shit there. And they're just like, what the fuck? What? They're like, where is everyone? Why are they all gone? And they, like, don't find, like, Robin and all his dudes, like, cleared out. Like, they fucking cleared out of town. And they're just like, what's going on here? And then they find the blood. They're like, there's, like, a fight here? Like, you know, they find the bed with all the questionable stuff. They're like, okay, not liking what I'm seeing here. And then they find the keys in front of the door still where he dropped them. Oh. They're just like, uh-oh. And you're just like, oh, no. What's in there? And you're just thinking, like, it's a bunch of women prisoners or whatever. You're like, oh, no. You open it, and, yeah, there's, like, a woman's, like, kind of, like, they cut off her legs and one of her arm. And there's a man-eater attached to it. And it's, like, pretty similar to what we saw at the hospital-type situation in a way. And you're just like, oh, what the fuck? And they're just like, what the fuck? And then like, they check her and they're like, she's alive, but like, she's brain dead. And so clearly they were, you know, doing disparaging things there. But then the man eater thing like responds to them and tries to attack them. They like run out of the room. They're like, what the fuck was he doing here? So that's where it kind of leaves everything. It was just like, these kids are going to the city. These two are still looking for answers for him. They're still trying to find the doctor for her to be like, hey, what the fuck, man? Um, you know, Robin's out in the wind and he's lost. Like if I ever run into him again, I'm going to kill him. I don't care what she says. And then you're just like, what is up with these people? Like if he dies, is he turned into a man eater? Like what's going on with this world? So a lot of just like really crazy, interesting things. Nothing that solidifies that says it will be a season two, but I really hope so. This is, you know, probably my second favorite one. I didn't, I couldn't watch it weekly cause it was just too good. It was, you know, I didn't want to get stuck in the same, thing is the other one where i'm just like frothing at the mouth <laughs> to listen or to watch it you know mm-hmm. it was just it was much better to almost do it in two chunks i think so um 10 cut that guy's head off out of 10 <laughs> no. no 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 10 uh jazzy babies out of 10 no too late too late <laughs> no i changed it changed <laughs> I forgot the Jazzy Babies. Ten gross dog ears out of ten. Like a donkey ear. That's the weird thing. I was just like, ew, ew. Why is it so big and long? Ew. How'd you hide this from me? Why does he want to touch all parts of her body? Does he know about that part? Does he know about that part? He should not want to touch that part. Ugh. Anyway, sorry I droned on so long. That was that's why I say that one for last. I was just like, this is the this is the heavy shit, you know. 
like a real weird fucking show. It is. It is very <laughs> weird. But that's why it's kind of great because you're just like this is all fucking weird and crazy. And I, I think what I like about it is it's not like a hopeless dystopian future. Like they are rebuilding. People are surviving. You know, they're working and making stuff and like you know turning lights back on and stuff like that. It's not like, oh, yeah, we're just, we could never use the old shit. Like, they're trying to make it all work. They're figuring it out and stuff. And other people aren't even on, you know, the dystopian path. They're like, no, we got future shit, you know? So it's like, huh. This is the, it's like a refreshing take on it. So. Hmm. Right, Very good. What? Close us out. No one okay. can talk about <laughs> I'm tired. I'm fucking beat. It's emotionally exhausting talking about that show. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> that wraps us up for spring 23. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you liked or what you hated this season. You can do that on Instagram or Twitter at Let's Anime Podcast. You can even send us an email at Let's Anime Podcast at Outlook.com. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite pod- podcast platform so you don't miss our summer first episode episode. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Dustin, take us away. I have nothing funny to say. I'll just say that in 11 more episodes, Lindsay has to do this part. So just start counting it down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Start already. counting it down. <laughs> You know, maybe I should have waited till 10. Oh, well, <laughs> good night <laughs> or good morning or whatever.
密だけは愛してるって嘘で積むキャリアこれこそ私なりの愛だ「いつかきっと」